Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, sports editor with Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. Uh, Let's recap my game from Friday. I began my high school football playoff coverage out at Eagle Stadium in Allen for the Class 6A Division I by-district playoff matchup between District 9-6A champion Allen and District 10-6A co-champion Saxe. I'm not going to lie, just not a whole lot to this one. Kind of an affirmation of what was the sentiment around District 10-6A, kind of uh, just all throughout the season heading into the playoffs. Like, obviously, a ton of parity in that district. If you simulated that district schedule 10 times, you get a completely different order of finish every time out. Um, just with the number of close games and just the, it, it didn't really feel like there was a whole lot of separation between first place and fourth place and whatnot, but... Ultimately, how would that translate to the playoffs? Um, I mean, District 9-6A sweeps them. And uh, this one was the uh, the most uh, gruesome and gory of the uh, of the four playoff games between these two uh, between these two districts. As Allen takes a 55 to 20 victory from Eagle Stadium, and uh, for the, I believe the 12th consecutive year is bound for the second round of the playoffs. Um, Saxe a rare one and done exit as um, as they are uh, as they finish their season up at seven and three in a game that um yeah I mean this was expected to be on the lopsided end of things and. It was. Uh, it certainly lived up to that billing. Um, Allen led this game by as many as 45 points. Um, you know, they called off the dogs and started funneling in reserves about you know midway through the uh, through the uh, the third quarter. And yeah, there just wasn't a you know whole lot to this beyond just Allen kind of doing the Allen thing as it will. Um, you know, just in that first round of the playoffs. I mean, they scored points on I want to say six of their first seven possessions of the ball game. Um, you know, five of those were touchdowns. You had Raylan Sharp, who was um, you know just spectacular in a you know I think in the first half alone he put up almost 200 total yards of offense and and four touchdowns and it was um, yeah it was just you know just classic Allen. You know they kind of take away uh, you know Saxy came into this game as one of the better rushing offenses in the uh, in the area. And you know went out of its way to try to establish that, and then but Allen's defensive line was having nothing of it. Um, you know Elijah Fisher, Michael Owen Zerke, Lane Lewis, just among the handful of players who uh, you know really helped slow down that Saxy ground attack to begin. They forced Saxy into a ton of third and you know medium, third and long, the exact situations that Saxy didn't want to be in for this game, and. The results weren't pretty. I mean, it took Saxe, I believe it was their seventh drive of the ball game before they finally picked up a uh, picked up a first down. And by that time, it was this game was already well out of reach. Um, you know, Allen scored the first 31 points of this game. You know, they started off with a screen pass from Sharp to uh, to Blaine Green that he took 33 yards for a touchdown. Later on, Sharp you know scored on a 48 yard run and then added a four yard run to begin the second quarter. And then Sam Hunter. At a 16-yard touchdown run, and with 11 minutes left in the second quarter, it's already 31 to zero. And at that point, if you're Saxy, there's just there's nothing you can do. That's just that's what happens when you run up against one of the uh, you know one of the four or five best teams in the state. And you know to Saxy's credit, you know they, they listen. They they kept on fighting. 
and whatnot. They had their uh, they had some you know, some flashes of brilliance here and there on defense. You know, Anthony and Yanwu, who was uh, I believe right around this time last year, um, had a kind of his breakout performance against Plano East, and you know he had some nice plays, some nice tackles for loss and whatnot, but just nothing truly you know sustained for Sachse's defense. And Allen had a lot to do with that. Um, you know, head coach uh, Mark Red Barons afterwards, you know, really lauded you know heaped praise on the uh, on the play of Allen's offensive line as far as dictating things for uh, for both Sam Hunter and. And Jordan Johnson and Raylan Sharp and whatnot, and the uh, the result was um, a pretty uh, a pretty convincing performance from Allen. You know, even just through uh, through one half, they uh, they had a 260 to 63 advantage in total yardage, um, including 122 to 58 on the ground on um, 8.7 yards per carry for Allen versus just 2.5 yards per carry for um, for Sachse. Um, yeah, and this one was, it was really never in doubt. If there was one thing that on the Allen side that, um, you might've kind of raised an eyebrow at was, um, was Allen's performance on special teams. And I took note of this too, just, you know, tweeting throughout the game and whatnot. It's pretty rare that you see Allen in a game that they really, it's, it's never in doubt, but you see a phase where they, they consistently struggle and quite like they did with, um, with kick coverage on, uh, you know, last night, I mean, Saxe had a couple big returns, one by Corey Jones that, uh, you know, that started at um, either at or past midfield. Then there were two other times where Allen attempted onside kicks, which was kind of bizarre. Wasn't really sure what the uh, the methodology behind that was. Um, according to head coach Terry Gamble afterwards, you know, it was just it had to do with the way that Saxe was um, was aligned in their uh, in their kick return setup. And, um, you know, Allen had been working kind of a two kicker thing with um, with uh, with James Griffith. And I believe Alex Brown is the other and um, yeah just something that they wanted to try out and see how it worked and they attempted two onside kicks you know despite again this was in the midst of being up you know 17 24 to nothing and whatnot and you know they didn't recover either you know but then there were other instances where they had they had a kickoff go out of bounds and then they uh, they were called offsides twice on uh, on kick uh, on kickoffs which I don't think I've seen anybody get called offsides once all season and uh, in that situation and Allen had it happen to them twice in the same game so um yeah certainly something for Allen to kind of comb through because that's just one of those facets that uh you know it does kind of go uh, you know kind of fly of the radar versus the emphasis on offense and defense, but when you look down the road, as the playoff matchups tend to, uh, you know, get a bit, uh, get a bit trickier, including uh, especially, I should say, uh, this uh, this upcoming round. Um, that's just one of those little things between the lines that could, um, you know, if you're just not a, if you're not on your uh, on your game, there it can, um, I mean, that can ultimately be what costs you. So, um, yeah, just interesting to see something that uh, Allen just kind of consistently had a tough time with, despite winning this game pretty uh, pretty convincingly. Um, let's see. Uh, as far as um, just some overall stats from this game, um, overall, Allen winds up winning the total yardage battle uh, 461 to 239, and a bunch of that sexy yardage came as again against the Allen backups when you know they uh, they called off the dogs and whatnot. Um, you know, Saxe had some success running the ball, though, in the second half. They finished with 189 rushing yards on four and a half yards per carry. Um, a lot of that had to do with Parker Wells, who um, who came in in relief of, uh, of Xavier Foreman um, about about uh, about midway through the game. And, you know, he had 70 rushing yards on seven carries and a, and a touchdown. You know, he scored Saxe's first touchdown, which came on a, uh, on a long run in the third quarter. And then he had a, a touchdown pass to Matthew Herrera in the game's uh, closing moments. 
Um, but otherwise, you know, Allen did a pretty, uh, pretty solid job elsewhere, you know, against Sean Coleman, who had been on such a roll for Saxe as their lead running back. He's held to just 51 rushing yards as a whole Saxe's, uh, you know, passing offense goes, uh, I believe just look at the numbers here, eight for 18 for, uh, just what 50 yards, a touchdown and an interception an interception that came on the second drive of the game by Matthew Toussaint, a uh, kind of a weird sequence, you know, Toussaint bobbles the ball a few times, gets the pick. And as he's returning it, he loses the ball, fumbles it, but Elijah Fisher's there to recover it. And then, and then, uh, then later on, Allen forced a fumble that was recovered by uh, Colin Prince. That set up, um, I believe, a, a touchdown from, um, might have set up one of the sharp rushing touchdowns, I think of it. Um, but yeah, let's see. Raylan Sharp, his night was fairly brief in just a little over two quarters of action. He goes 10 of 13 for 205 yards through the year, two touchdowns. He has 57 rushing yards on five carries, so 11 and a half yards per carry, essentially, plus three more rushing touchdowns. Um, including one in the second half that had some uh, had some shades of uh, of Kyler Murray with just kind of the uh, the improvisation that it required. It was a, an impressive touchdown run for Mr. Sharp. And then you had uh, Sam Hunter and Jordan Johnson who uh, continue to see increased work in the uh, in the backfield with um, with Allen starting running back Selden Manning out with an injury. Um, same for uh, for Jalen Jenkins, one of their uh, one of their backup running backs. So you've seen Johnson and Hunter really take on a greater workload, and they've done well with that. You know, on um, on Friday, Hunter finishes you know nine carries, fifty four yards, and a touchdown. Johnson goes six carries, forty six yards. And then um, through the year, you have uh, the Green Twins doing their thing. Uh, you know, Bryson had four catches for 100 yards. Blaine had three catches for 69 yards and two touchdowns. And then um, Trey Green had uh, had four catches for 75 yards. So, um, yeah, if your last name was Green, you had a pretty solid night uh, catching the football on uh, on Friday. Um, let's see. Otherwise, um, yeah, there's really not a whole lot else to dive into this game beyond that. Um, Allen advances to the second round, and they will get a chance to uh, return to the scene of their uh, of their last uh, of their last loss, which came last season in the state semifinals against Duncanville at AT and T Stadium. Allen will be back in Arlington for a matchup against uh, a pretty high profile one against uh, against Rockwall, the uh, the same team that Allen saw in the second round last year. Yeah, a spectacular game, one that Allen was able to uh, to gut out 52-41. to 41. Um, And a lot of the uh, – this is going to be one of the more high-tone matchups in the second round just because, um, you know, a lot, is, a lot of the same variables are in play, especially on the Rockwall side of things. Their offense is just as explosive as ever. They've still got, you know, perhaps the best overall high school football player in the, uh, in the state in Jackson Smith and Jigba. <clears throat> And it'll um, yeah, it'll be fascinating to see how it looks against an Allen defense that has been um, been one of the better uh, one of the better units in the state. Um, you know, obviously there's plenty of time between now and that matchup. It's Friday, eight o'clock, out at AT and T Stadium, and we've got two podcasts later this week that we will dive into that matchup in much greater detail. Don't want to empty the clip on this one just now, but um, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a big one. So uh, yes, make an appointment to be at AT and T Stadium, eight o'clock Friday for Allen and Rockwall. In the meantime, folks, that'll do it for this rapid reaction for the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. You can check out my game story on our website at StarLocalMedia.com. And um, yeah, folks, enjoy your weekend, and I will talk to you all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. 
Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.